Welcome to another Walk and Talk. I'm Chris Cuomo. Thank you for subscribing, following, checking out the free agent gear, checking out News Nation. It is uh, a little befuddling to me how many of you who follow me on social media, who are part of the extended fam, don't know <laughs> that I'm on television with News Nation. It's a startup, uh, and that makes sense. But this recent measure is like about less than half of you know that I am back on TV, cable TV, at News Nation. There's a button at the top of the page where you can find it where you are. It's got pretty good reach, actually. I think it actually has more reach in terms of households than MSNBC. We're on at 8 and 11 Eastern. They rerun the show. So check it out, please, because that's why I'm doing it. Now, this is a good one today, at least for me. The three small words, among the smallest of all words, that can mean the most in analysis of anything. Emotional, factual, personal, professional, but they can be the most vexing and frustrating. What are they? Each asks in the form of a question. Why? Question mark. And? Question mark. Or? Question mark. These are tools for you in reckonings of any situation. And by the way, just because I know, don't mean I'm able to show. In terms of my own life, I struggle mightily. I've come to the conclusion that maybe there is something to these past lives um, because this one has proven very difficult for me. Uh, I honestly sometimes think to myself that I'm going to borrow a line from our youngest. I'm just not good at life. I'm not good at living. And I laughed so much when she said it. And I, I get it. I get it. I get it. This can be hard, man, because it's what you decide to make it. It's what you decide about how you're going to feel and see it. And that's easy to say, but it's hard to do, especially consistently, right? Consistency is key in everything. It's the hardest part of any dynamic, at least in my experience. But these three questions. So you have why, which can only be asked as a question, right? The most important question ever invented. Even in journalism, what, where, when, how, all important. Never been my pursuit. Why is everything to me? It always has been. It's what brought me into the media. It's really the only question that fascinates me in most dynamics. And it's where I struggle most. Why? Why do you feel like this? Why did this happen? Why didn't this happen? Why something is real? Why something isn't real? Um, often this question is avoided as regularly as it's answered or pursued, but it is fundamental in terms of figuring out yourself, others around you, and dynamics that matter. Why? She's angry. Why? Do you understand? Do you not understand? You know, and you can almost do a flow chart with this. I've tried this. It actually works sometimes, not in the moment, but when you diagram things out, it can then help you the next time something happens. Why would somebody say something that they know isn't true? 
Okay, so if you ask that question, almost all the time the answer is going to be self-interest. What is in it for them? Because that's why they're doing it. So you have to go down that road. Why? Why would they do this? Is it popularity? Is it just to hurt you? Is it just to help you? Is it just to make them something? Uh, get them something? Why? Now look, this answer may yield an understanding to you that isn't accepted by other people. Then you got to go to why again. Well, why don't they get it? Why don't they get that there is nothing behind what he just said? It's, he's saying it's true, but it's not true. Or she's saying it's true, but it's not true. She has no proof of this. He has no proof of this. In fact, the proof goes the other way. Why don't they get it? Why? Because it works for them to believe that person. Because it's bad about you. Bad for you. Huh. Okay. Okay. So that takes you now. Not satisfying, but at least you understand it. And it can condition how you feel. Now, why, if you're watching right now, and I hope so, because I'm really much more into the visual than uh, just the auditory. Uh, visual versus audible. So... Uh, I hope that you're subscribing at YouTube. It's free. It's going to stay that way. And I am in front of this same cemetery that I walk past all the time, which is largely devoted to the Ranger family from out here in East Hampton. And I come here just to show some respect, but also um, to bury things that are going on in my life at the time. Why? Because it's a mechanism that maybe helped reinforce it. This has not worked well for me. Why? Because I am repetitive in my problems and mistakes. And it's very frustrating. But I'm here, and what I'm trying to do is to minimize negative self-talk, which all of us uh, struggles with to different degrees. All of us struggle with, to it, uh, with it to different degrees. Why? Uh, because it comes uh, most fundamentally out of a conditioning dynamic of this is what you do so you continue to do it. Second, uh, out of fear and self-protection. It is often um, makes you feel more secure, even though it makes you insecure, because it's going to tune you into protecting yourself and preparing for the worst and expecting negative outcomes so that when they come, they are somehow perversely less damaging, less scary, because you knew it was going to happen. Have you ever told yourself that? Oh, I know I'm not going to do well on this test. I know it's not going to happen. I know I'm not going to do well. I know he's not going to say that. I know that she's not going to. I know that this isn't going to. And then it doesn't happen. You're like, I knew it. Like somehow it sucks less. So we do that. And that manifestation winds up becoming a habit of self-talk that is largely negative. Why? Well, we just discussed that. So why in terms of changing it? Because there is something to you manifesting what you believe. I mean, on a very simple level, do you, do you train? You ever been jogging and you're like, oh, I'm done. I just got to keep going. I just got to keep getting to that next stop sign. I just got to get to that next block. And what happens? You get there. You get there. Why? Because you were telling yourself you could. That's why. That's why we tell our kids this story about the little train that could. Right? These lessons are not novel. They're not genius. They're simple. And why takes us there? Why do we tell them that story? Because you got to put in the effort. Because that's what you control is the effort and the attitude. And amazing things are possible when somebody 
is determined to do them, to say them, to feel them, to manifest them. So there's no question that negativity, self-doubt, worry, these are all survival instincts. They absolutely are. But I don't know that they make anything better. It certainly hasn't been my experience. Why? That's the key to unlocking it. Why? Very often you don't want to ask it. Especially if it's about yourself. It can lead you to some dark places. Some truths that we would rather dismiss or avoid. Why? I didn't get the job. Why? Well, the other person is uh, the kids, uncles, friends. But okay. So it's the Bob's your uncle thing? Okay, at least you know. And you know what it was about and what it wasn't. Why? Well, my resume kind of sucked and there were a couple of typos. Really? Why? Well, look, the guy did ask me, what was your plan? If you got into this capacity for the next two or three moves you'd make, I wasn't ready for that. Learn. You learn very little from success. If you think about it, have you ever had a big win or a great thing go? You're lucky if you even stop to appreciate it. It's a win that didn't have to necessarily happen and celebrate it and reinforce it in yourself, right? Most often, what do you do? Oof. I always say, too often, <clears throat> to me, success is just failure averted. But next time, it could go bad again. Why? It's negative. Negativity. Negativity is, is as addictive as anything else. And if you go down the road of why, you'll see it takes you to a place of self-protection, but also of habit. And we do a lot of things that are self-destructive. I mean, I, I certainly do. And I have incredible swings of things where this is good for you, this is not good for you. And how you feel about that yourself can shape a lot of those choices. And then the question that unlocks the reason behind them, the reasons change them, is why? And very rarely do we want to answer that question. You have kids? What's the worst thing to hear out of them? <laughs> Sometimes. Why? No, you're not having a party at the house tonight. Why? Because I don't want to have to deal with all the risk and the, the kids and the noise and the... Why? Annoying question, right? Why? Because very often we don't want to discuss. We just want it the way we want it. Okay? But if you ask that question, it can be a great tool to understanding things that at first you don't understand and you just decide to feel one way or another about them? You ever have that happen? I do. Wait, what? Oh, I'm so angry at this or that. Why? Why did it happen? Why did that happen or not happen? Why was that said or left unsaid? Did you have a role in it? Are you seeing it right? It's a good tool if you decide to use it. Very often, we'd rather not. We see that in our politics all the time. I call it a return to critical thinking and being independent, being a free agent, as it says on my hat. Why? Why do you believe that this is only bad when it happens with the people on the other team? We see it everywhere. Even on the train crash. Biden's response hasn't been good. 
true. But really, Trump is the one who made this happen because of the bill that he got rid of because of the lobbyists. Also true, but not to the specific circumstance, but that's the game. Now ask yourself, why? Why are these people in power pointing the figure, finger at each other? Easier than solving the problem. Solutions are sketchy, can be unsatisfying, can fail. Blame is a home run, nine times out of 10. And they do it to you all the time and the media echoes it. Ask yourself why. And that doesn't have to lead you down some absurd road of conspiracy, deep state nonsense. Because when you go down those roads, you're getting played again, by the way, <laughs> by the same forces that you start off wanting to upset, you know, to disrupt. So that is a key question. Why unlocks motivations, realities, uh, beliefs, skepticism. Skepticism is very good, very good. Banning books, why? What are we getting at there? Saying that them wanting to take Omar off the committee is about an attack on brown women, why? What's the proof of that? It's getting warmer, you wanna be fit, you don't wanna be inside, you know what that's a recipe for. Fueling up with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Factor, meet your wellness goals in time for summer. You need the right fuel. You can't out-train your diet. You need chef-crafted meals. Calorie smart, protein plus, keto, whatever your vibe is. Factors, fresh, never frozen meals, key to keeping the nutritional value, are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, you're busy? Of course you are. You want to get out, but you want to enjoy something that's giving you what you need, including great taste. That's what Factor's all about. Head to factormeals.com slash Cuomo50. Use code Cuomo50. Why is it 50? Because you get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off the next month. That's code Cuomo50 at factormeals.com slash Cuomo50, and you get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Cozy Earth. Let me tell you, bedding matters. And this isn't just me telling you this. In a recent survey, seven out of 10 parents said that they get an average of three hours of sleep a night in the baby's first year. Hello, Greg. Now, mommies need quality sleep and bedding will matter. There are other variables, but here's one that you can control, okay? When we made the switch to Cozy Earth, I noticed the difference. I did not know that fabric or textiles could really be temperature sensitive, meaning if it's cold, they keep you warm. If it's warm, they can kind of cool you off. I did not know that. I know it now because I have Cozy Earth, okay? So this Mother's Day, why don't you treat the mamas in your life to the luxury they deserve with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize her self-care and sleep health? Doesn't she deserve it? Mm-hmm. Don't forget, use my promo code CHRIS at checkout and you get 35% off at CozyEarth.com, okay? When you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select 
my show in the drop down and that will make me very happy. Okay, the next tool. And, and let's combine them. Or with a question mark. Now these are great tools also, but again, they are the enemies of impulse. <laughs> the enemy of impulse. Impulse is what we just decide to do out of habit, convenience, and because of just a flush of often emotionally motivated desire. So, I am going to decide to work out and or apply them. All right, so I'm going to go out tonight. And you're going to drink, you're not going to drink. I'm going to go out tonight. Or are you going to do something else? He says that to me again. I'm going to punch him in the nose. And what's going to happen from that? Or deal with it a different way. We, I, often avoid these tools, these levels of scrutiny of things. And that is a mistake. A mistake that I'm sure many of us make repeatedly. But awareness and presence of the opportunity can make a difference. And, or, how often do you apply it? Well, this is what I'm going to have for lunch. And, meaning what? And, oh, well, what's that going to do for your goal? Or, do it a different way. And sometimes, <clears throat> it's a subtle change. I'm having this cheeseburger, man. Okay? Or, have it, but have it without the bun. Only eat half of it. If you're a diet person. You see what I'm saying? It's a good tool. We often don't want to use it, though. Why? Because it complicates our impulsive desire, which can be fueled by irrationality, emotion, short-term thinking, self-doubt, self-loathing. Why? And or. And once you start to put them into play, you'll see them everywhere. You wake up knucklehead left the door open last night. Who does that? Why? Well, he did that because he's a teenager. She did that because she's a teenager. She did that because she's a preteen. She did that because she's a kid. He did that because he's a kid. Okay. Well, I am going to light him up. I'm going to light them up for this. And they are going to have their phone taken out. And where does that lead you? You know you're having another fight. Or Wait, let's get back to end on that one. I'm taking the phone and I'm going to tell him. You give me one day of doing these things that you're supposed to do every day, you get the phone back. So I'm not just going to take the phone. I'm going to put a condition on it that will actually get them the phone back. Ah, okay. It's better than the initial assessment, right? As all of us in the parenting game <laughs> know. Or, well, I'm not going to take the phone because that's just going to give me another war and they're going to lock themselves in this room and 
they're not going to do what I want them to do anyway. Or I'm going to say, well, now because you did this or didn't do this, there's going to be a new responsibility put on you. There's a new goal. There's a new challenge. There's a new condition. You see what I'm saying? Options, critical thought, assessment of motivation, action and inaction, thought and deed can be very helpful. Such small words, such powerful tools. <sighs> I am beat. All right. Why? Can only be asked as a question. And asked as a question or as a proposition. I'm going to watch the game. And I'm going to stick to the crudite and not the cheese balls. I am going to ball off working out today or I'll just take a walk. Let me just do that so I do something so I don't hate myself for doing nothing. Great tools. If you decide to ask them, if you decide to use them, you know, that is kind of the unspoken reality of all philosophy and, you know, even the consumer version of it, which you can also be way too simple, simple which is self-help. I'm fine with the self-help uh, culture. I, I think it's, I think it's good uh, if used the right way and for the right reasons. I read a lot of that stuff. Some of it I dig, some of it I don't, but that's okay. But with all of these things, it's not that they're like telling you something you could have never figured out. It's finding a way that works for you, something that clicks. And to me, that is always best achieved with something simple, easy, and repeatable. How often do you ask yourself why about what happens and what you're going to do? How often do you give yourself options of behavior and thought? You know how to do it. You know why you would do it, but you don't do it. So sometimes simplifying it, hearing it repeated to you, can manifest itself or it kind of sticks in a way that it hadn't before. And that is my hope for you with this walk and talk. Thank you. Uh, for checking out the podcast, Chris Cuomo Project, which I named that because it is about a collaboration between me and you, but it's also about, you know, me rumbling, fumbling, and stumbling through my own life, just like everybody. Thank you for checking out News Nation. I am excited about what we're trying to build there, and it's going to take time. And it is a great sign that it is growing. We are in a media environment that is shrinking. I mean, there's expansion of choice, but not a lot of people are growing. Outlet by outlet, we are. That's cool. And thank you for that. Subscribe, follow, keep it free. And the ads that I do are stuff that I use and I believe in. Otherwise, why would I waste your time? So thank you very much. I hope this was a good use of your time. If nothing else, we burned some calories together. I hope you watched this or listened to this as a walk and talk. I hope you did it, burning some calories, doing something that helps you get to a better place. All right, take care.